Listener Production. Hi, I'm Sasha Barbagat and welcome to this extra episode of The Briefing. Every weekday at 3pm, we'll be dropping an additional episode into your feed without the headlines to cover all of the great stories that are around at the moment. And today it is all about Alan Joyce. The Qantas CEO has announced this will be his final day in the job after 15 years at the helm and 22 years all up at the airline. It means he'll hand over the keys to the CEO's suite to incoming managing director and group chief executive Vanessa Hudson at close of business today. The national carrier has been embroiled in scandal in the last month, including an investigation by the ACCC that it sold tickets to flights that had already been cancelled, a grilling at a Senate committee hearing and questions about government influence in relation to blocking a Qatar Airways bid to operate more flights in Australia. On top of all of this, customer satisfaction with the airline is at record lows. Qantas named the top most complained about company in Australia for two years running. And despite all of the turmoil, Alan Joyce will walk away from the flying kangaroo with $24 million in his pocket. In a statement today, Joyce said he wanted to bring forward his retirement to allow the airline to start moving forward. But is a new CEO enough? And what does Qantas need to do now to cement itself back in the good books of Aussie flyers? Well, I'm joined now by Helen Bird. She's an expert in corporate governance at Swinburne University to find out. Alan Joyce has been the CEO at Qantas for the last 15 years. Regardless of what we've seen over the last few weeks, or I guess including that, what do you think his legacy is going to be? That's a great question. I think it depends, of course, on how you assess it. If you're a shareholder, you'll say the legacy has been great success with the shares, the many dividends you've received and the buyback offers that you've got from him over the years. There have been some bad years as well, but he's managed to get the company to survive through those and come out the other end. So overall, you would look at the fact that your wealth had been improved by him. Uh, it might be slightly different if your context is uh, as a sh- as an employee or a customer of the of the business or a taxpayer who's given them money during COVID. Um, all those people might question whether or not the money has been well spent, whether or not the way they treated their customers and their employees was appropriate. But that doesn't affect the bottom line. The bottom line has been very successful, and that's probably what he would particularly want you to see. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned the different perspectives of, you know, shareholders and stakeholders versus the public. What do you think the people of Australia will look back on his time at the helm as? Successful or not? Uh, I think memories are short and they're going to remember the last, say, three to four years and all of the difficulties we've had because of COVID. They'll be reminded that there were lots and lots of subsidies given to Qantas to keep going and they've made a lot of money, but at the same time they paired everything they did to the absolute bone and uh, they've made great profits out of that, but it's been at the expense of the people who trusted, relied and used Qantas and people do feel very let down by them. Yeah, do you think the board pressured Alan Joyce to resign early, given everything that's been going on for the last few weeks for Qantas? Look, it appears to be the case. Uh, I note in the press release that it said he volunteered to do it, uh, but I would suggest that there was a sweetener applied 
I'm certain that there would have been some additional funding or support for him that would have made it easier for him to say, I'll do it and step down. What I've read in the press is that, in fact, he Richard Goided, the chair, and Joyce spoke about the issue over the weekend, but it was Joyce's decision on Monday. Mm-hmm. So a bit of reading between the lines of uh, press releases, which we're want to do in this industry. Look, the one of the big issues over the last few weeks, and I guess it was last week, was the uh, C's announcement that uh, it's investigating Qantas over allegations it falsely advertised 8,000 cancelled flights this year. Will there be consequences for Alan Joyce if that's found to be true in court? Does he walk away from this scot-free given that these sort of issues, I guess, are still bubbling away even though he's not the CEO anymore? Yeah, I mean, that is the great thing about this. It's very frustrating uh, to look back and see that this was a ticking time bomb, if you would argue, some of this stuff on the practices that we're now calling into question have been going on for years. And we've come to a point where he might have thought he was going to get out the door before the bomb went off, but the ACCC's action has, in some respects, caused it to explode early. But what uh, I will say is that he will have been allocated his bonus already. The likelihood is that there is some discussion about whether it could be cut uh, retrospectively, but once you've left the company, it's up to the company itself to claw back any um, bonus uh, payments if they believe it was warranted. And it's a great idea in theory, but we've had mixed success with it. Um, Certainly, um, executives do actively fight any attempt to have their bonus taken back from them after the event. Mm-hmm, which is tomorrow. He's uh, he's only got a couple more hours left in the top job. Look, Helen, Qantas is looking to repair its image with the Australian public. It's pretty damaged at the moment. What do you think needs to be done for that to be successful, this image rebranding that Qantas is about to go through? And do you think replacing the CEO is going to be enough for them? I might take the second part of your question first and come back to what they need to do. The the appointment of the new CEO is Vanessa Mm -hmm. Hudson, and my understanding is she was trained and essentially mentored by Alan Joyce. So there's a lot of comment around of concern that she'll essentially continue in the same way as before and endorse the same sorts of policies because she was instrumental in them taking effect uh, while he was the CEO. But if I just leave that one to the side, the question going forward is what do they have to do to um, improve things? And the short answer is they have only focused on profit. They've only apparently been concerned to make money. And I think they need to ask what other social obligations do we have to protect our reputation as being the eminent Australian company we once were? And have we gone too far in our cost-cutting to achieve those ends? They're not the only one who's done some of the things that Qantas has done, but the way in which they have uh, got rid of employees and had them employed by labour hire companies is one illustration of a social issue that's caused a great deal of unrest. There's a poor treatment of customers on all sorts of levels, not least which is selling tickets to flights that don't exist, but there were baggage handling problems, the standard of service inside aircrafts has dropped, all those things have happened. And the question is whether the company wants to actually address those and do something about it. As a principle, you would say, yeah, look, sure, of course they would. But we need to keep in mind that Qantas is a dominant player in this industry. It has a monopoly. They deny it. They maintain it's a very competitive industry. But look, there are barriers to entry that mean they are the dominant player and they've been throwing their weight around. And that's been evidenced in everything they've been saying in the last week. They really haven't read the temperature. They haven't read the concern in the community. It's because they feel they don't have to. And I think the problem we've got is in trying to make them change, we're dealing with a behemoth. 
And what people need to do as far as possible is ask themselves if they're a domestic airline, a regional airline or somebody alternative to Qantas, because it's only when they start to lose market share that the economics of these issues really come home to the company, in this case, Qantas. Mm, So it's a case of people voting with their feet then. Uh, Helen Bird, thank you so much for your time and for your insights. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Let's hear from someone in the industry. Graham Turner, the CEO of Flight Centre, joins me now. Graham Turner, thanks so much for joining us on the briefing today. I guess let's start with how this announcement of Alan Joyce resigning will impact the Australian airline industry. You know, I know Qantas and uh, and Alan over the last three or four weeks has had a fair bit of flack. I think most people, most people in the industry anyway, feel that over the last 15 years, he's done a a very good job as CEO. Obviously, in the last few years with COVID, that had a big impact on Qantas, you know, being shut down for a couple of years. Getting that back operationally, big job, and um, Qantas probably, except now, they could have done better. But uh, I think overall, Alan, um, yeah, Alan, we, we obviously have a pretty good relationship with Qantas, so as as a flight centre group, but um, generally I think you'd have to give him um, credit for what he's done with the airline and uh, sure, it's been tough in the last uh, few weeks and obviously a few years with COVID. Well, yeah, I guess it's hard to look at Alan Joyce's legacy and not consider the last few weeks. Uh, The ACCC launching legal action, you know, the Senate inquiry... And Qantas kind of agreeing, yeah, look, we will refund those COVID flight credits and we will let you keep booking them past December. You know, do you think we can look past that legacy that he leaves just because he did well for the 10 to 12 years before that? Look, this is a tough one and I'm sure he had some regrets on policy, but I know how difficult this whole refund thing is and and I, I think I predicted it a couple of weeks ago that they'd almost certainly extend those credits. I, I don't think they got to the stage they had any choice. I don't know about the ACCC thing. Uh, it does sound pretty unusual that they would deliberately do things like this. And, and I suspect it's more an operational problem coming back out of um, an operational airline, coming back with their operations after COVID. So uh, we, we'll just have to wait and see with that. I think his legacy overall will be positive. You know, I, I, I do feel sorry for someone who's worked um, very hard with Qantas in, in their total interest to leave on this sort of basis. It's, it is a bit of a pity. You know, so I, I do feel a bit sorry for him on that. Yeah, look, it's hard to hard to ignore, you know, the 22 years of service uh, Alan Joyce did have with Qantas. And, you know, the airline is looking to repair its image with the Australian public. What do you think needs to be done for that to happen? And is just replacing the CEO going to be enough? Look, it'll take the heat off in the short term, and, and I think he's he's a sacrificial lamb from that point of view. But um, the same as any company, particularly coming out of something like COVID, where everyone lost a lot of money, and trying to get back to a, a, a top operational basis uh, for a um, you know a non-public publicly listed airline, but not uh, supported by a country in that. There's going to be challenges there. But my, my point with the Qantas brand is, you know, it's a it's an incredible brand. It's been damaged a bit now, and, and I, I would blame the COVID restrictions as much as anything, but it will come back. I, I, I think we'll look back at this in a year or two, you know, and the, the executive team, I'm sure, know what they want to do, and 
uh, I think it'll. I think the recovery will be pretty good over the next. Uh, I'll give them six to twelve months. That was Flight Centre's CEO Graham Turner there, and earlier my chat with corporate governance expert Helen Burt from Swinburne University. And we'd love to hear your thoughts about Alan Joyce's decision to stand down early. Head to Listener Newsroom on Instagram and TikTok and let us know what you're thinking. You can also check out our in-depth vid explaining the whole saga. And that is it for today's extra episode of The Briefing. The team will be back tomorrow morning at six. Thanks for listening.